The secret to a great content creator is more than just knowing how to put together a viral social media post or write a killer headline. And often it's not your writing skills or your marketing strategy that's holding you back. It's actually your mindset. So is self-sabotage the real reason your content's not getting your business and your brand to where you want it to be? Welcome to episode 36 of the content download. Which one of these five common visibility sabotages is keeping you playing small? On the inside, really you're a change maker, a trailblazer, a dream chaser, sometimes a bit of a troublemaker, because it's hard to shine your light when you're stuck inside a box. You're a spiritually curious, creative thinker who only wants to do meaningful work that's going to have a positive impact on the world. It's time to find your voice and stop hiding your light. Showing up online, creating powerful content, and living out your purpose as a thought leader can feel intimidating, but it doesn't have to be scary, and you don't have to do it alone. I'm on a mission to help you create content with a heartbeat, to find your voice so you can start consciously communicating your soul work and send it out into the world with impact. Because if you can dream it, it is meant for you. In fact, it's already done. I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is The Content Download. Do you look at other coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs who are killing it in your niche and wonder, what have they got that I don't? Or what do they know that I don't? When I first started out in my business three years ago, I felt absolutely the same. I saw people with far less experience and expertise than me doing exactly what I wanted to be doing and making a ton of money doing it. And after a while, I began to think that maybe I didn't have what it took. Maybe I wasn't as good a writer, content creator or teacher as I thought I was. Maybe I should just stop. But then one day I had a massive light bulb moment and I realized that the only difference between me and the people doing the things I wanted to be doing, like writing the books, creating the top rated podcast, booking out the webinars and selling out their programs, was that they had decided to stop playing small and root out all those sneaky, limiting beliefs and sabotages that kept them there. When I realized this, it was such a massive relief. They weren't necessarily any better than I was. They didn't have some kind of secret source I was missing. They had just decided to think in a different way so they could act more like the success story they wanted to be. Once I started spotting where I was sabotaging myself and holding myself back from getting more visible, it was a total game changer for my business. I began to notice and work on my self-sabotage and that's when I finally launched this podcast, started writing my book and began pitching myself as a guest expert and positioning myself as a leader. And the funny thing was, I thought I was the only one who felt like this. And yet when I started my fearless content community and started talking about visibility sabotages with the coaches, creatives and heart-led entrepreneurs on the inside, I realized that so many of us share the same sabotages, but maybe haven't consciously quite registered it yet. So if you're struggling to make an impact with your content, I have no idea how to stop playing small. Have a listen to these five really common visibility sabotages that I see all the time, because knowing what they are and where to spot them is the first step in solving the problem. 
So how are you sabotaging yourself and holding yourself back from showing up as the expert and leader you really want to be known as? Visibility sabotages can be sneaky, silly, and sometimes totally surprising, but we all have them. Here is a rundown of five of the most common sabotages my clients and students who feel stuck playing small are most likely to be doing. Let's go. Visibility sabotage number one. You second guess everything you want to post because you're worried what your friends and family will think. When I first started out in my business and began sharing things online, I constantly stopped myself from posting and sharing things because I couldn't help wondering what my friends and family would be thinking about me. I imagined them sitting there scrolling through my feed and thinking, who does she think she is? I wish she stopped going on about her business, etc., etc." To the extent that some posts I would actually select people I didn't want to see them. It really was exhausting. But now, honestly, it doesn't even cross my mind anymore because most of those friends and families support what I do. And those that don't, well, they're not my ideal client, so I can't really worry about that. I'm not sharing content for them. If this is a block that's really holding you back, it's time to let this go. The chances are they probably don't think of any of those negative things you've been kind of secretly suspecting them of. And if they do, and you really can't stop caring, maybe it's time to make your social media channels a business-only zone. Number two, you feel like emailing your list or posting in your group is annoying your audience. So let's say you've grown a list of subscribers on your email list, hooray, but um, you never actually email them because you don't want to be that annoying person who's clustering up their inbox here's the thing. They joined your email list because presumably they wanted to get the inside scoop on what you have to say. And as long as your emails contain more value and service than asks, they are going to love getting your emails and want what you have to offer. But they're never going to do that if you never email them or if you only do it once in a blue moon when you really have something to sell fact. There is no point growing an email list or starting a Facebook group if you're not going to nurture them. Plus, if they decide that your emails aren't for them or your Facebook posts are just not what they're after, they can always leave or unsubscribe. Number three, you secretly measure your self-worth around the amount of engagement your social media posts get. I know this makes absolutely no sense. And from, you know, from a common sense point of view, we we know that this isn't the case, but for some reason we can fall into this trap. So you put a post out on social media and wait for the likes to come in, but when it doesn't get any engagement, you decide that quite clearly you're terrible at what you do, nobody likes you and what's the point anyway. Here's why you absolutely shouldn't let how many likes you got on a stupid Facebook post affect how you feel about yourself. A- your value of your work and your self-worth is not equal to the amount of likes you get online. B, just because nobody's liking does not mean nobody's watching and actually liking. I've often had paying clients sign up for my membership and programs who've been following me for ages but never once engaged with a post. And C, your self-worth is not measured in the amounts of likes you get online, just so you remember that. Four, you tell yourself nobody will notice if you don't show up today. While I'm a firm believer that, you know, we don't want to be showing up every single day, you're not a machine and some days you're just not going to be feeling it and that's absolutely fine. 
If this is something you think a lot, it's time to pay attention because this sabotage is a self-fulfilling prophecy. No, they won't notice if you don't show up because unless you show up consistently, you won't even be on their radar. Content marketing is a relationship game. In fact, it's just like dating because nobody is going to want to get serious with someone who shows up one day and then goes MIA for a month. So get honest with yourself. Are you thinking like this because you're having an off day? Or are you in fact consistently thinking this in order to hide and keep yourself safe and small? Number five, you let fears about your appearance stop you from doing videos or sharing photos. This was a big one for me in the early days of my business. With a new baby and a three-year-old, not a lot of sleeping was happening, which meant camera ready was rarely a thing. And I found myself putting off going live in my groups or even posting because I didn't want to use another stock photo and I didn't feel like I looked my best. This led to a lot of hiding. Here's the thing, you are the face of your brand, which means you've got to show it. People want to see a face, know who you are. And while we all wish we could look as polished as we do in our branding shoots all the time, that's not really the truth now, is it? And your audience knows that. And while I will never be the girl who goes live in her pajamas without even a dab of concealer, I'm so much more relaxed about just hopping on live or sharing a pic where my hair's a bit messy or I've got a spot on my chin because I've realized that my ideal customers just don't care. Sometimes it's quite liberating to let your standards slip a little bit. You don't have to be polished. You don't have to be perfect. And when you realize that, you'll find it so much easier to get visible and show up. There are so many more visibility sabotages that I see all the time, but these are the five that come up most. So I'd love to know which one rings most true for you, or has this made you kind of think of another one that is definitely true for you? When I talked about this inside um, Fearless Content, which is my private um, membership, we actually identified about 20 or 30, which were really common amongst all of us. So it was really, really fascinating. So get really honest with yourself. How are you self-sabotaging? Because you probably are in some way. Get really clear on it. Get really honest with yourself and look for how you are keeping yourself playing small. If you want support with this and everything else that we talk about on this show from messaging, storytelling, writing skills and tools, that's what my monthly membership fearless content is for. It's a sisterhood of visionary creatives, entrepreneurs and leaders coming together to work on finding our voices, peeling back those blocks and fears that keep us small and hidden and learning the tools and strategies that will get us seen, heard and sharing the kind of content and communications that really can make an impact on your little corner of the universe. Membership is currently closed closed, but you can jump on the wait wait list because doors are opening very soon. So if you want to jump on the wait list and be the first to know when doors to fill this content reopen, head on over to the show notes and jump on the list now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll catch you next time.